0: Hi and welcome to the Plumline podcast, where we plumb the depths of culture and other things like that. You've changed it. I know. I'm sorry. And that's why it wasn't very good. Oh, sorry. The Plumline podcast, measuring life against God's truth, and we are going to be plumbing the depths. We've got plumbing the depths and plumbing we've got the shallows. Plum, plum splaining. <laughs> splaining. Yeah, we'll be doing some plum splaining today, possibly. My new word that I made up this week. <laughs> I'm quite proud. You
1: spend a lot of so time stupid. thinking of the way to get plum into lots of different words.
0: I haven't spent that long. No, I'm saying it.
1: I do. Oh, do you? Yeah, I spend quite a long time, especially because what I find really sort of unsatisfactory is that we haven't got a good way to address people that listen to the podcast. So, you know, like when we write a Facebook post, I want to say, Hi, plumbers. Plumber, <laughs> but that's not very good.
0: We can't know. Oh, high
1: plum bobs. I'm not really that keen on that.
0: How about listeners?
1: Yeah, but I've wanted a bit it, boring, I wanted it. I wanted it <sighs> to have some sort of plum in it.
0: Hi, well, we'll work on that.
1: Well, I've been working on it for coming up to three years now, and I'm still not <laughs> still not very far.
0: So that's know. that is a bit lame. You haven't even managed after three years. Uh, all I've got is plumbers, which. <laughs> Well, plumbers, we've got a, <laughs> See, cracking, it work. a cracking episode for you this evening, we like to think. We thought we'd talk a bit about Christian music, a divisive topic. Everyone's got an opinion. We've been scouring the internet for... Well, not scouring the internet. No, no, no. I'll just uh, just remove that. We've, we've been asking our <laughs> plumbers for their uh, favourite song, favourite Christian song. Well, what was the question? I can't If you remember. could only sing one Christian song for the oh, rest yeah. of your life, which in itself sounds torturous. Yeah, What would it be? Yeah, that but was you was the question back, You've come back with some good answers So um, you're quite musical, aren't you? You did music at university Yeah <laughs> Much Christian music in there? I did a module on church music Oh right mm. By church music you mean like organ music and traditional Yeah I mean sort of, church music. Sort of
1: proper <laughs> Proper church music <laughs> Like choral music yeah, really Yeah, yeah, okay mm. Really old stuff
0: yeah. That's lovely, some of that. Though. Oh,
1: it's like so much better. a bark?
0: Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much all bark. <laughs> He's the king of church music. Yeah. He... <laughs> no, Jesus is the king of church music. Okay, fine. Well, bark is his uh, prince, regent, and Colin Buchanan is the court jester. <laughs> oh, well, Christian We should music. have one of those
1: lines, you know, like, bark is to Christian music, what...
0: What Colin is to Christian children. <laughs> this isn't going very well. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh no. gosh! So we wanted to talk about anyway. Christian music because um, because it is something that you the people do get quite het up about. Yeah, they do. And we all have um, strong opinions on what we like, and we know a song when we don't like it. I think partly this is inspired by a song that we sang recently that we didn't really like. But then we've sung it again, and actually I liked it much better the second time. I don't want to... What were you talking about? song that we sang, you know, at church. (laughs) And the first time we sang it, I think it's fair to say... Are you talking about the kids' one? Yeah, I was trying not to, like, name it. Because that wasn't
1: the one that I was talking about last week
0: when we had this conversation. Oh, right. So there were two songs at church last week, I, one that I didn't like and one that you didn't like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, interesting. We should probably have Planned, nailed yeah. that down a bit better than we just have to. <laughs> In our warm-up section. Before we go on air. Our one-hour warm-up section. Talk, talk about everything but the topic in hand. Um, oh, well. Well. <laughs> anyway, forgive us for the lack of structure and flow here. Um, tell me I'm just going to move it back off myself onto you. Did you listen to Christian music growing up because I always have that feeling that like people who really know songs, it seems to me like they're sort of saturated in it for their whole like from their childhood and stuff like that mm.
1: what do you mean you mean like, like when kind of did you songs when did you kind or? of come to christian music Well what are
0: your sort of early memories
1: of it i mean i I, I don't really have we we definitely weren't a family listening to
0: whoever colin was was colin? i don't even know if he was around when i was a kid i think colin buchanan the australian country singer and children's entertainer like on tv that makes him sound a bit like you know dial an entertainer for a kid's party yeah but i mean he he's on been on like the equivalent of play school or you won't know what Play School. <laughs> <laughs> oh man come on speed up women um so Colin is quite famous in Australia and not just for singing Christian children's songs. That's my point. Oh, right. He's one like Australian Grammys So he's like a sort of Christian. He's a proper musician. He's like an artist in his own right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a country he artist. to do Christian
1: yeah. children's, children's stuff, yeah. Okay. So was he around when I was a kid? No.
0: I would. I, my impression is that he's been big in <laughs> in the UK in Christian some Christian circles. <laughs> Since kind of the beginning of the century, <laughs> I love that you started that with my impression
1: because we're back to made-up facts.
0: <laughs> well, I discovered Colin. It's when, a plum life. Shut up. <laughs> when I when I lived in London and before we had kids, yeah, he seemed to be what all the families were listening to, basically. Right, okay. So I'm clicking my. So right, that was we?
1: how many years ago? Like
0: two thousand and one.
1: So in two thousand and one, I was like. 13
0: 14 <laughs> and i was just married okay i wouldn't have even had you as my bridesmaid you're so young <laughs> flower girl oh that's so weird <laughs> that's
1: so bizarre anyway anyway um, so basically yes yeah, so um, colin is he probably was around but i had no idea who he was no and that is fine
0: that yeah. was fine
1: <laughs> um, but we didn't know i listened to my my mum and dad were love, they loved music, really loved music, but probably the nearest to Christian music, I reckon, was choral music. Songs of praise? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I used to watch it. Sit and me and, a me and a and a my Kit brother Kat. used to um, laugh at all the people singing.
0: <laughs> because well, they so look like Christians.
1: Yeah. And we would basically just do like really funny impressions of them and yeah. That was a great trip, <laughs> But yeah, so we, we weren't really having you know we weren't driving to our Christian conference with our Christian music in the car. Okay. Let's put it like that.
0: Yeah, no, we weren't either.
1: So when did I first come across Christian music?
0: When you became a Christian. Oh well, probably. When you got to Yeah, England like I knew hymns Yeah and stuff because we had them at school as yeah, well. Yeah, so did we sing hymns at because school?
1: Because we yeah, I was just like a church school. Yeah. And similarly at secondary school because I went to Catholic school. We had to do mass, and and because I was obviously doing a lot of music, I was Mm. playing a lot of that, so I knew all of that really well. I know several versions of "Hail Mother of God."
0: (laughs) Crumbs! Um, Didn't know about your big Catholic past. And "Gaudete." Gaudete, (laughs) gaudete. Gaudete. And spare Alan. Oh, it just makes me think of Alan Partridge. so funny
1: um, but yes probably at uni was when I really when I realised that people listened to Christian music mm. like f- by choice for fun yeah. <laughs> or like where they were in their room Christian music blaring
0: yeah yeah well I I think I am um, I still don't know many people like that I feel <laughs> people who have their Christian music blaring no I do um, I, I'm partial to a bit of Christian music but it's um, even within our family tastes run quite differently right so it's rare that anyone will everyone will want to listen to the same music i mean yeah. that, well that's just a bit standard anyway but actually the children really like listening to christian music and i notice if they are if they're a bit down or if they're having a bit of a sort of anxious patch they they really reach out for the christian music Really? and i'll come home and there'll be something pumping out of spotify oh. something christian like what Well, think of an example. um, Have you just got like a playlist? I well, we haven't got loads and loads, but I have got I've got a CD by written by a guy called Michael Morrow Mm. from our old church in London, and it was a gift to me. This CD and it's called "See Him Face to Face." Right, and they love that. In fact, it has got a bit scratched. That was produced by Co Mission Church in London, but it's it's really lovely, and they put it together for their. um, I think for like their church weekend away or something. Right. It's quite a big outfit. Okay. <laughs> Produces a CD for its yeah. church weekend. Um, but that's, re- that's really great. Be- beautiful songs about, um, well, see him face to face. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's hoping for heaven and yeah. looking forward to when we will actually see him face to face. What else have we got? We've got, we have got loads of Colin Buchanan, but that doesn't get listened to very much anymore. Apart from the Christmas CD. <laughs> right. At Christmas time. They're a bit old, um, aren't they, I suppose. They are a bit old, but I it's think really you gave um, us some of your collins anyway. We probably did. Yeah. Trying to get rid of some of it. But some of it is um like Thanks. we still it's it's verses that you remember. Yeah. Um and it's done it's Colin has probably done more for my verse knowledge, like memory verse knowledge than almost any other thing. Right. Since becoming a Christian. And when the children were really little and it's all you can cope with in a day or manage is listening to a bit of Colin. Sometimes that would be the closest I would get to any sort of spiritual time. Right. It would feel like, but I, but I don't think that was a bad thing. I think some of the Colin's Colin's music is, is really, really great. But some of it, it does feel like. I know some people object to the fact that some of his songs are, you know, really very serious passages of scripture put to um like a really cheery kind of upbeat tune. <laughs> Right. Like this one about um, the wages of sin are death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Okay. And it's quite kind of cheery. And there's a big sort of like neck slashing noise when on the word death. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it means that you remember the verse, but you, you do it in a sort of slightly sort of hum, hum, hum stuff. Sort of, don't really work on visually. I was just doing some actions there. Um, she looked like she was... Um, like a sort of piratey dance. Yeah. You were sort of Kaylee... Kaying, kaying—the only way to dance. Or Morris dancing. <laughs> Morris dancing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they they do they do really like the seeing face to face. And Andrew Peterson, we've got a little bit of him. Mm. His music, I really like his music. Went to see him live last summer. I it was remember. Great. I remember. Yeah. Did I did I go on about it? <laughs> I found it to America. Too. I found it so moving. Shut up. It was really good. Oh, look, two blackbirds. I mean, magpies. Three. Great.
1: Mm. Yeah, Andrew Peterson is... He, I, I've only recently discovered... He's all. A, he's the one... Is he the same Andrew Peterson that does all the rabbit room stuff?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. And wrote the wing feather books. I've d- not which, read those. Which your children probably like. Okay. And they're a little bit bigger, but... Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's so creative, yeah, isn't he's he? Yeah, he's really creative. And, and he's got such a lovely way of expressing things through his, his words. His music has some um, reading about... Behind his songs, like reading the stories that are in are in the songs, I think, uh, just makes you love them more, or at least give them a chance. If yeah. you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I like the sound of this, yeah. And then when you know what it's about, you're like, oh, that makes me appreciate it more. Yeah. Somebody once gave me lent me a whole lot of Casting Crowns. Do you know them? Yeah. It's a bit more sort of rocky. Yeah. And I there's think about twenty th- people in the band.
1: I think they came on. I think they came on a CD or something once, and Sam said. What is he even talking about?
0: <laughs> was how it's, ambiguous some of the words were. And it's quite anguished. So it's got that kind of quite loud, yeah. raucous, but anguished, emotional kind of yeah. delivery what's, on every what's song.
1: What's one of their like, famous ones? Because I feel like I do kind of know them a bit. I can't remember. I don't own any
0: of it. Some some of it is is really quite good. But I remember a friend of ours who's a, a Christian and a musician yeah. saying that... Because um, I, I said they reminded me a little bit of U2... He said all Christian bands in the states want to sound like You do. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's I mean great. that's a couple of years ago now, but I think they're like the blueprint for Christian bands, or were. Now it's probably like Coldplay and Mumford and Sons or something.
1: Coldplay. I think it's more likely to be, um, you know, those those Irish ones, isn't
0: it? Yeah, sort of more Mumfordy, like yeah. mandolinish.
1: But who are those? The, the Rend collective. collective. That's it. Yeah.
0: I've just yeah, seen that good.
1: Casting Crowns. Who am I? And the Voice of Truth. I know those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They're they're. But I think that they're, they're quite big. Oh you're right, they're a big band in the states. Shocking. But my my favorite Christian music is um, from Deeper Well in Oregon. Oh right. they are a music collective studio from Deeper Well. Deeper Well. I've never heard you talk about them before. Well, I don't listen to loads of Christian music, don't you? no but if i do it's them i there's um the followers josh white yeah and wesley randolph Eder is my favorite Mm. we we do all really like his music and his music he plays um a banjo or or guitar okay has songs like turn over the tables in my heart things (laughs) like that they're really good really um like quite blue grassy yeah um a cool. bit like the sort of oh brother where art thou soundtrack yeah. it's all that awesome. kind of stuff which yeah. is really great so yeah i think i'd i generally would prefer like older music or like old gospel yeah stuff is really great as yeah well. but i don't listen to i don't know anything really new or trendy although i did hear a lauren daigle song on the radio the other day yeah and i'd never heard her before and i thought oh it's adele <laughs> she's become a christian her marriage has broken up and she's found the Lord.
1: As soon as you texted me that, I was like, she's she's just heard. Yeah. And Diego. <laughs>
0: yeah. On Radio 2. Couldn't believe it.
1: Was so it on Jeremy
0: Vine? He's always playing it. It was at breakfast time. You know, oh, right. So, so no. So no. When's he on? Lunchtime. Yeah. 12.22. Right. So so so, give me your little rundown then of your, your faves. Of Christian music? Yeah. <clears throat> well, do you remember
1: when we were on the Fitzies? Mm. And we... The Fitzies is a podcast that we've been guests on a few times, and you do a little recommendation on there. One of the things I recommended was the Welcome Wagon. Yeah, do you remember that? Oh yeah. Um, which they're just—I just love the Welcome Wagon. The first CD. It's I'm gonna write brilliant. that down so I go and look it up. Yeah, they're re- it's like really folky, and really kind of. Um, yeah, folky. I do like like folky. really. Yeah, just quite different, and um, and just that like the stories that they kind of tell through their words are so different to anything that i've heard before mm. but i've never listened to your whatever that one was deeper well deeper well so i have to have a look into that so i really like the welcome wagon and i other than that like i wouldn't say that i love anything else enough to kind of put the whole album on mm. there are like odd songs that i quite like but since i i talked on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about city Alike since i found them oh, yeah I've basically just been playing all of their songs non stop. Yeah. They're probably like the first Christian group where I think I like all of your songs. Yeah. And I like all parts of all of your songs. And I think that's what I found about some songs is that there are like little lines in them where you think, Oh, you've ruined it with that line. (laughs) So I can't listen to that now. Or Uh, that's that bit's not actually true, so I can't listen to that bit now.
0: Yeah, so you so you're always on the lookout I don't mean you, I mean you I know you are, but one <laughs> you do need to listen with discerning ears, don't you? Yeah. Because yeah. is it fair to say that there's Christian music and Christian music? And we're talking at the moment, yeah. aren't we, about music that you would listen to for pleasure and edification rather than worship music that you would sing yeah. at church, aren't we? Yeah, well I mean
1: in some like definitely I think the thing, some of the things you've mentioned is, isn't it? And the welcome wagon definitely is. Yeah. But City of Light is written for churches to use in worship. Okay. And as part of their church services.
0: And what I think, church is
1: it from? I don't know. Okay. I haven't I haven't looked it up. Um sorry. <laughs> yawning. Don't yeah. know stuff and I'm yawning. But um one this is one thing I thought would be a really good example. Of a song that I quite like. Yeah. But but I can't really bring myself to sing it. Okay. So, and I had, I had never heard this song until I went to Cherish. Right. See <laughs> <C> episode <laughs> three? Three. I'll, I'll, it's, that's our episode where, like, everyone's just stopped listening to. <laughs> Carry on. Apparently Christian Conferences is a boring episode. I think it might only be me and you that likes talking about them. So, this is a song called Good, Good Father. Right. Okay. And what I really like about this song Mm. is the chorus, Mm -hmm. which is, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. So, I like that. Mm -hmm. I think that is, like, really great. And a really great reminder, isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes you do just need to sing. I used to get really annoyed about repetitive singing at church but actually I think one of the good things about it is that music should be a source of kind of teaching yourselves truths yeah and sometimes you need to sing stuff and you need to tell yourself like more than once don't you so I'm less inclined to be annoyed about repeating things now but anyway this is how the song starts. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whispers of love in the dead of night. And you tell me that you're pleased, and that I'm never alone. And that's the that first bit is the bit that um, ruins it. Before she starts,
0: because because she's um I'm assuming it's a woman. It's not a she actually. <laughs> oh, <is it? laughs> what um anyway, the person singing is um preferring to listen to their. Own tender whispers in the night. Missing some uh, some ladies, I think, coming out for a bank holiday weekend uh, (laughs) beverage at the pub.
1: Classic.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I reckon give it thirty years, me and you could look like we could look like that. Which one of us will be vaping though? (laughs) Definitely me. I'll just be on Marlboro Red.
1: you'll just be full siggy
0: hardcore yeah <laughs> oh crumbs um so yes so yeah listening listening to the whispers in the dead of night rather than listening to the bible in well the i dead think of the night. problem that, starts that before that
1: is <laughs> the problem is i've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like like, well, why are you? Well, which first? Of all, which stories? What are you talking about? Because if you're talking about, I've heard like a th- I've heard Bible stories a thousand times.
0: Yeah, well, I think it sounds to me sounds more like I've heard a thousand versions of a story of, of what you're of what people say you are
1: yeah. like. Well, so then my first point is God has given you what He is like. There is one version in His Word, so you can know what He's like. And then if He's coming and tender, whis- tenderly whispering love in the dead of night. And that's something different to what he says in the Bible. Then you shouldn't be listening to well, that don't either. I not think that's God whispering to you. So in all ways, what is going on there? I, I don't understand what what that is talking about. Yeah. And you tell me that you're pleased. Well, as we learnt from last week's podcast,
0: God wants you to repent and that I'm never alone. That's fine. Right. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit wishy-washy, isn't it? It's a bit like... People say all these things about you, but I just like—I just like what I hear from myself in the night, essentially.
1: Yeah, I like—I like to whisper to myself and say it's (laughs) good. Pretend it's you talking,
0: (laughs) telling me I'm fine, telling me I'm basically okay, and telling me
1: that you're pleased and that I'm not alone.
0: Could do better, I would say.
1: Well, so that is—I think that is the thing, isn't it? With it, with the with a song like that, why would you sing that when there are so many other songs? that are definitely not saying things. It's very individualistic, isn't it? So, like, whoever wrote that might not mean any of that.
0: Right. But they're writing it for the
1: people who do think that. the problem is, is that, yeah, you become... Singing a song like that makes me think, oh, I don't need the church. Yeah. And I don't need, you know, Christians. I just need my whispers. Well, Hmm. that's not true. God has given you the church as a gift. So that's what that's where he wants you to hear. Who he is. Who he is and that you're never alone. Mm, okay. And then so then I sort of just feel like oh it's a bit sad because actually it goes on. And some of it is really good. I've seen many searching for answers far and wide, but I know we're all searching for answers only you can provide because you know what we need before we say a word.
0: Yeah, that's good. Great.
1: Except that it says cause because. But that's fine. I could get over that as well. Oh good. And then, and then the next bit is it's love so undeniable, I can hardly speak. Peace so inexplainable, I can hardly think. I wouldn't say that that's particularly a state of peace, is it? If you can't think, if to me that sounds like a state of high anxiety. Yeah, right, I just can't think. Yeah, and then I'm not really sure what this, as you call me, deeper still into love is about. But if you take all that back out and the first bit, then the rest of it, I think, is really great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, fantastic! I I look forward to that one rocketing up the charts after that dissection, literal dissection. Do you do you approach all songs, Christian songs, a bit like that? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, mostly. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm a bit of a. If I like the sound
1: of it, I just just stick. That's it fine. I mean, when I was at Cherish, I with every song that came up. Yeah. I definitely was like, what What am I singing here?
0: Yeah. Well, you were on, you were on your guard, weren't you? I had a piece that meant I couldn't think, not cherish. <laughs> I think that was just the noise.
1: That meant you couldn't see. <laughs> I couldn't see because of the smoke. try Couldn't <laughs> think because of
0: the noise. <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: Yeah. Um, so, I do. I I do find it. I do find it really hard not to kind of um, basically overanalyze things. And I probably don't need to all the time. But I do think, I think this is one of John Piper's points that he makes, is there's no there's no need to sing something that might be open to wrong interpretation when there is so much that is definitely not. He was like, yes. the pool of Christian music is so big yeah, and it's so accessible yeah. for everyone, wherever they are, pretty yeah. much, that you don't need to settle for something that might mean something.
0: Yeah, that's it a could bit ambiguous. Be, but it could also mean something yeah. quite different. That's interesting, because when we, and that, that would um, that's reflected, isn't it, in people's song choices when you asked on the Facebook group. Yeah. Where you will hear all our best news and oh, great. recommendations Excellent. first well in done. the Facebook group. So do um pop on over there and like us and keep keep abreast of things. Um <laughs> A plum of things. A plum of things. Um that when we asked people what, what was their favourite Christian song, people did largely go for the old ones, didn't they?
1: Yes, amazing
0: yeah. grace.
1: Yeah, it's as um, well with my soul. It's as well with my soul. And can it be? And come
0: thou fount. I stand amazed in the presence. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Do you? Yeah, I love it. It's such a great thing.
1: Yeah. How wonderful,
0: how marvellous. I, I love it. Yeah, I find it just really rousing and makes me just think, yes.
1: Yeah, I love it. It's Jesus. quite popular at um, Christian weddings, okay, isn't it? I found. What else do we have? Uh, yeah, I'm just having a quick look to see. I think that was... I asked Sam what his would be, and he said, and can it be as well?
0: Mm. Oh, In Christ Alone. Classic. Yeah, I do love In Christ Alone. Before the alone. throne of God above. It's it's like a modern... It is a true modern Christian classic, isn't it? Yeah. Before the throne of God above. We used to sing that in London, I'm not kidding, literally every week. Really? And as a, as a young Christian, as I was then, I'd yeah. only been a Christian a couple of years... I was just like, oh, we're singing this again. <laughs> oh, church is so unimaginative. We're always singing it. And I think now, I think you could do a lot worse than sing Before the Throne of God above every, every, week. every week. Yeah, It is it is such a great song. Yeah. And I think that is one of the things where, you know, at the risk of, I appreciate that you've sounded like a real nitpicker and I've sounded like a really undiscerning, you know, has it got a good beat, stick it on, um, approach to music. Um Thanks but for calling me a nitpicker. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> that's just prophetic. Let's hope not, but it probably is. Let's be honest. Um, if you think prophecy works that way, yeah. <laughs> that's another. That's another episode, isn't it? Really, <laughs> but um, I do. I do read the words as we're singing them and think yes, and you, and spot new things mm. when you're singing. And it, sometimes you know, depending on how you're feeling. You know, your feelings go up and down, but the words, the words stay the same and you look at them and you think, oh, this is just, this is just what I need today. Yeah. Just what I need to sing today. Yeah. Um,
1: and sometimes it is, it's at the point where
0: you just, you can't even sing it. No.
1: For, you know, for the reasons of it's just too overwhelming or it's too, it's such a hard truth and you yeah. just can't, you don't feel like you're holding on to it particularly yeah. well. Yeah and it just choke you up a little bit doesn't yeah. it and but but like the words are still the same and everyone around you is singing them and mm. that and when you just can't sing it i think that is just like really encouraging
0: yeah well yeah and that is the beauty of the corporate singing isn't it the corporate yeah. worship yeah. Exactly, um, yeah it is a, it is a really special thing mm.
1: um i think that is probably part of the reason why people get so crazy about it you know yeah the kind of christian music church music what are we singing stuff isn't it probably because it it does you know in i i would say in maybe church circles like ours mm. where our services aren't particularly over-emotional you know they're not over-emotional no i don't think anyone would accuse us I of don't... being
0: over-emotional <laughs> I mean, would you know,
1: they they're not and but neither are you being manipulated emotionally
0: yeah which which yeah, definitely
1: there's... is how like I felt in some situations and yeah. some conferences, that there is, there's like a, an appeal to your emotions because you, they yeah. want to kind of like whip you up yeah. or whatever. You can feel the, ch- the key change coming. You can feel it coming. You can you can feel the sort of person coming back on the stage to... <laughs> a cloud of dry eyes. You know, we're just going to sing that one again, you know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like, which is fine. You know, it's not, I'm not saying anything bad about that, but we don't do that in our church circles no, no and so probably the one of the most emotional parts for me in our services is the song time yeah the singing time and so when like the songs aren't great or the choices aren't particularly apt for that week mm. I, I, I wonder whether that's where just some of the frustration comes in and you know being able to kind of call well, what's what song are we going to sing before the sermon is mm. preached oh speak oh lord yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. sometimes you can really see it coming a mile off, (laughs) which is yeah, yeah. But worship bingo, worship bingo, (laughs) song bingo, (laughs) song bingo.
1: But one, I mean, one thing is one thing that I think we really we really hold in high esteem in, and I don't just mean our church; I mean kind of all churches where I think the word is held in the right place as well is that the people who are in charge of music they they really are like nitpicking the words mm. and they are going through them and they're making sure that it's something that's okay and in line with yeah. what we what we would kind of teach and stuff um and i remember I, did i say this already on the podcast i can't remember but somebody in our growth group who i also can't remember who it is they said either their dad or pastor or someone had called the um, the music like the sermon that people go home singing
0: mm.
1: or whatever. And I thought, you know, like no, not many people remember the three points of the sermon, but everybody will go out humming
0: the yeah. tune that's yeah, stuck in yeah, their yeah, head. Sure.
1: And so that is why it's really important that the songs that we sing are filling us with words that are true and truths that are true. yeah. Because we take these home, don't we? And if you're, you know, like if you're a new Christian or whatever and you think, oh, I want to listen to a song, yeah. you're probably going to choose a song that you've heard at
0: church. Yes. So. That's... Yeah, but well, that's going to be your first experience, isn't it? Yeah. Um, where you where you where you experience singing, this kind of these kind of songs, and it, it's not as though we have Christian radio stations and things where you're not going to, and we do have a, maybe a couple in this country, but you're not going to. You wouldn't run hear across it on the radio. any of this music, yeah. Um, yes, by yeah,
1: mistake, exactly. Are you? And actually, my kids, we—I mean, we—we we do have some um, Seeds family worship music in the car, okay. which yeah. is like the Bible verses set to music. Yeah. But more often than not, they will ask for songs that they recognise. Yeah. So, like Ten Thousand Reasons is a song yeah, that yeah, they all really yeah, like. Yeah. So they'll, you know, there's plenty of times we've come downstairs and they've got that on Alexa. <laughs> really that's yeah. so sweet yeah and saviour he can move a mountain because Jesse knows some actions to it <laughs> which obviously
0: it wouldn't be my first choice um, how do you feel about doing actions to songs at church do what, you to kids songs do you do it to help encourage the children's worker and
1: yeah, encourage the children try who are to. doing is that
0: a good example I try to yeah yeah I I feel I've run out of steam with it a bit yeah but I, think I probably it's, should it is good to Encourage the kids, though, yeah, and the good. other adults. And I think it's it. good as well not to be. I'm too cool to do the actions. Yeah. I think it does us all good, probably, to just do the actions. Do the actions. Just my know, children get all
1: seem to think they're too cool, too to above think.
0: the actions.
1: I mean, they seem to think they're too above just singing generally at church. <laughs> so, Elsie said today when we got in the car, I actually sang one of the songs today, <laughs> <you It> as <laughs> if like she's graced her graced church with her, with her voice. <laughs> So funny. But, yeah. They're quite they they're funny. They they always love having music on mm. at home. Mm. But you know they're not kind of you know there's like one particular little girl who I'm thinking of at church who just loves the song time at church. Yeah. And she's dancing around. You know, like dancing yeah. around and I remember she said to her mum that she was frustrated she couldn't join in with um be Thou my vision because the words were going across the screen too quickly. Because she's only five or whatever, six. So she can't read it as fast as, as the words go. As, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that is brilliant. Like, what a great... What a great thing to yeah. enjoy so much at church.
0: Well, it, it is... And it is really um, a testimony to the sort of universality of it that, you know, even those... Even the young and the small who can't read can really enjoy it. Yeah. And really... um you know make their own joyful noise and and be part of the corporate worship <clears throat> and that's how that's part of how your children learn as well isn't it when you're standing there holding your baby or your toddler mm. and you're sort of singing and bobbing about with them i do that that's a really lovely thing to be able to do and they sort of learn by example right we need to
1: wrap it up because there's only 10 minutes till a line of duty starts right so <laughs> what's your um what's your plum crumble Line of Duty. Line of Duty. (laughs) If you haven't been following this season, you need to start. How many episodes in is it? The last one is tonight. Oh, right. But they're all on iPlayer. Okay. And there's only five or six or something. Okay. But tonight we are going to find out, hopefully, who H is. Right.
0: Even
1: I know that and I've never even watched it. It's a big... But that's what's happening. It's a big moment. And my other um, plum crumble is um, Rachel Jankovic's new book,
0: Yoo-hoo! You. <laughs> Yoo-hoo! I'm not sure that's quite what she had in mind. That's what I always think when I think of it. Yeah. Yoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo! <laughs> I think it's more like, Yoo-hoo. you who? You? Who? Who do you think you are? Well, hopefully, we'll have an opportunity to ask her how yeah. to say the title. Some big news for, for you plum... Plumbers. Plumbobs. Plumis-
1: Plumsteens. Plumsteens. <laughs> 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 like the Philistines the plumistines, that philistines, philistines. <laughs> anyway what's the big news? anyway the listeners? big news is that rachel janks as we've taken to call her or jankers <laughs> is going to we're going to we're going to record a podcast with her over in her over in her car in idaho and, and in us it. over here in our car and her sister as well who she does her podcast with we're going to go trans go global atlantic are we is it over the Atlantic?
0: I don't even know. Of course it is. Oh, I don't
1: know. Yeah, the Atlantic.
0: Go global. That's what you cross to get to America. Oh, well, like you know, because you've been. I've been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'll talk about it to anyone who will listens, <laughs> but nobody does ask, so. so I try and, and you keep talk quiet about, about it, it anyway. anyway. I don't. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So anyway,
1: look out! Look out for that, because. As well as talking to Rachel about her new book, she has really kindly sent us a book to give away. Yeah. So we're going to run a little giveaway from the podcast and um, we're really looking forward to talking to her about that. The book is so good. It is so, so good. So...
0: I don't want to tell you to go and get it though, because I want to wait. No, until don't go and get you. it because there's a chance you might get it for free. Yeah. But you don't want to miss out. So make sure you are following along with us on the Facebook page. Yes. If you have been on our Facebook page but you haven't clicked like
1: and follow rude. Then do it. Do it. But also you might not realise you haven't done it. <laughs> because your our post might be coming up on your Facebook because other people you know have done it. So you must do it, and then
0: you'll be in on the not in on the joke. I mean, we are a bit of a joke, but I don't mean in on the joke joke today. But but in on the, in on the thing, in on the news, the plum news. Oh gosh! Well, my plum crumble is um, Captain Fantastic, which is a film starring Viggo Mortensen.
1: Never heard of
0: Aragorn in the Lord of the Rings.
1: I I don't know anything about that. What? Do you not, do you not really like The Lord of the Rings? I don't mind it. I haven't ever watched it all the way through.
0: You're kidding. No. Well, of we'll gloss over that awful piece of news. <laughs> and um, yeah, Captain Fantastic. If you're thinking about homeschooling, do watch this film <laughs> as you to help you make your decision. Will it put you off? Or I'll just leave it there. Okay. I will warn you as well. There's quite a lot of swearing in it, and there is one. Full frontal nude shot of Viggo Mortensen. but um, Plums and all. Plums and all. <laughs> but as he says himself, it's just a penis. That's not my personal view, but that's what he says about his nude state to some people walking through the caravan park as he stands in the doorway of his caravan. So when it's the section in the caravan park, you know that that's coming and you can grab a cushion to cover your face with. So that you're not, I don't know, plunged into unhelpfulness. Plumbed into it. But Captain Fantastic is a very interesting film. All about family and um, trying to live according to your principles. And um, how you do that when actually the foundations go. And then you find yourself thinking, actually, why are we doing all this? And who are we doing it for? Who's in control? Who's in charge? Who's this for? And does it really matter? I thoroughly recommend it. Cool. Is it on... Oh. It's on BBC iPlayer. Oh, it's on iPlayer at the moment. Yeah, BBC iPlayer. Awesome. Um, yeah. Captain Fantastic.
1: Captain Fantastic. Have you got another one, or you couldn't remember it, could you? Oh, I think
0: that'll do. Awesome. I think that's plenty. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, Plum... We'll work on that. Plum, lights let us know your suggestions for what we could call our listeners. Because now that we've got over 500 of you oh
1: yeah we've reached a big goal we really
0: ought this week to have a little name for you
1: plum.
0: The, fi- the 500 plum, plum. well, well goodbye we'll talk about it another time it's really
1: hard isn't it it's really hard yeah